Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Talk about Giants playoff football here on The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, it is 1101 on The Fan. What's going on? It's the Take and Tierney Show. I love rock and roll. Uh, I got a question for you. So you hit me with a question out of the shoot. I got a question for you now. Hit me. It's reciprocation time. Yeah, but mine's going to be a good question. No, mine's going to be a good one. No, no, no. Meaning good for my fandom. No, I just meant that my question is going to be better than your question. Yeah, you probably will be, but mine <laughs> is good for your friend, fandom. Uh, my right. fandom. Uh, my question to you was not good for your fandom. No, it was a jam. That's exactly what you were preying on my vulnerable state, which you always seem to do. And uh, See, I'm, I'm bigger than that. I'm rooting for the Giants here, I, I you think. You got a little loud. You got a little upset. I did. You were bigger than it. And one of the callers, I meant to and I'll answer my question. One of the callers said before, he's like, I'm happy. He's a Giants fan. Uh-huh. Preface his call with, I'm a big Giants fan. Then he said, I'm, I'm happy for the NFC East. Why? Well, I mean, that's a weird. It, I agreed. <laughs> like, I, the, oh, the Red. That would be like a Yankee it's fan the, calling about oh, the Red Sox. I'm happy the Red Sox and Toronto advanced or Met fans. Uh, good job, Phillies and Braves. Since realignment, I don't get that first time since realignment, which was 2002, when they went to four team divisions, that three teams from one division made it to the divisional round. I'm aware so of that. That's what he's happy about. I, I Last time it happened was '97. So what? When four teams from the what did they call it in the North? Was it Tampa? It was Tampa, Green Bay, Detroit. Jeez, some of these configurations are yeah. wacky. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Arizona has to be in the <laughs> yeah, East. Right. Either way, I thought far, that was a little... Far, west as you could go other than California. Yeah. So. I thought that joy was a little too all-encompassing. Yeah. What do you care about the Eagles? That, that's just, just weird. Anyway, so my question is this. Is there um, an intelligent take not fueled by hijacked fandom... Emotion. And emotion. Mm-hmm. Another way to say it. Mm-hmm. Where you can so position. You corrected your question. <laughs> in an articulate, believable, you know, non-contrived manner. Okay. That Daniel Jones deserves a better contract and or will get one than Lamar Jackson. Wow, that's a good Told you it was question. a good one. 
Only Better because, well, yeah, <laughs> well, it, it requires thought because Lamar Jackson has won an MVP. He is truly, like, legitimately one of the most dynamic NFL players you've seen. Obviously, you could say athletes, but he's also done some really good things with his arm, especially with Mark Andrews. Um, but he's had injury issues that, even though they're not serious injuries. And Daniel Jones is just emerging. And I feel like the ceiling is still not known for Daniel Jones. Whereas I think we know where the limitations are are likely to be for Lamar Jackson. I'm not saying that, the, oh, his limit is this. I'm not saying that. But it just feels like at some point he's going to hit it. Whereas Daniel Jones, I mean, who knows how good Daniel Jones could be? Seriously, if he keeps growing under Dable and, and, and hopefully Kafka, he doesn't get a head coaching gig. I know he's not going to get one. I doubt he'll get one this year, but still, in the next couple of years. If Daniel Jones just keeps getting better and better, his understanding becomes more acute, his, his execution becomes more precise, his athleticism stays strong, there is an argument that he deserves a bigger contract. Now, you, it, you can't argue it. Right, like as a as his agent, you're not going to Joe Shane and saying my guy deserves more than Lamar Jackson because it's not tangible. Mm -hmm. Like he hasn't done it yet. But in the I don't know hypothetical, uh huh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, Daniel Jones could could command a higher number than Lamar Jackson. Now, do I think that they would have this opinion in Baltimore? No, Mm -mm. I don't. Do I think that I'm not sure you'd have it. Anywhere else? So let's say that let's say that I'm trying to think of a team that needs a quarterback that that's thinking about who they want to go after. I mean, Ravens fans like Ravens yeah, fans yeah, calling yeah, radio yeah, yeah. today. If this yeah. came up just by chance conversation, True. I don't think that I don't think that they'd be saying Daniel Jones. Okay, so let's go outside of let's go outside of the home realms. Then, yep, yep. let's go to Carolina. Okay, who's in need of a quarterback? The Carolina Panthers. Let's assume, let's assume they can pay whatever. So mm-hmm. they're not worried about, oh, we got to pay 40 something. Let's, let's assume they can pay whatever. If they're looking at the. So suspending cap complexities exactly. for a moment. Suspending okay, cap you. complexities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have Daniel Jones available to them and you have Lamar Jackson available to them. Okay. Who, who would they say has the greater ceiling? Mm-hmm. Therefore, we're going to pay more um, to, to be my quarterback I in the free agency. And I think it would be the wrong answer. Mm-hmm. I think that their answer would be Lamar. Because, number one, they've got to incentivize people to buy tickets. And Lamar is more entertaining than Jones. Exciting. Number two, Mm. they've already seen a guy with a similar style get to a Super Bowl in Cam Newton. Got it. Okay, so that's my answer. I don't think it's the right answer, though. I want to be clear. Yeah, so this this is very – there's no objectivity to answer that question. That's why it's so hard. So it's subjective. So I can say what whatever I say. You say whatever you say. Johnny can say whatever he says. Dove yeah. says whatever he says. But I've got an element of subjectivity that I think actually defines the answer. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so yeah, largely laced with objectivity. Agreed. But subjectively speaking, what Lamar is lauded for is in the past. Mm. And what Daniel Jones is given credit for for is now – and that can be backed up. That's why it's objective. Because Lamar Jackson has missed 10 games the last two years. Yep. 
his numbers. It's this is all provable. That's yeah. why it's objective. Yeah, you mean objective? I mean, pardon me, objective. So sixteen touchdowns and thirteen picks. That's not me objectively stating. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think I he's know, good. At like, this, you know, I think uh, I think he's maybe better this at that. and yeah. that and the wind conditions yeah. and his all. No, that sixteen touchdowns, thirteen picks. Not that good. And then 17 touchdowns, 7 picks. Those are the last two years. So you're talking about 33, 33 touchdowns, 20 picks over a two-year span in which he's missed 10 games mm. and plays a style that – and I know Jones runs a lot too, but Lamar is more dependent upon the run and the electric play than Jones. He is. Yeah, I think – He is. Jones I, is a much better thrower of the football. Yeah, I think this is also a conversation about present value versus future value. And I think the future value of Daniel Jones is greater than the future value of Lamar Jackson. I agree with that, too. And so I agree what are that. you paying for? Past, I agree with Past that. performance uh-huh. or what you expect in the future? I agree. And I think you should play for what you're expecting in the future. That, to me, 100%. I'm biased, but that gives the edge to Daniel Jones. Well, provided you have enough evidence in the present mm-hmm. that would you know, fuel those thoughts yeah. for the future. I just which watched him we, throw for 300 yards and rush for 71. That's my point, which we do. Vikings. Yes, we which do. Which we do. Agreed. Now, it was the Vikings, and they their defense is bad, but still he now, did it. Now, here's where I think the rest of the NFL would mess up. You take, we don't even need to name them. They take the seven or eight teams that are looking for quarterbacks this offseason, mm-hmm. right? If both players, now Jones is going to be a giant for life. I firmly believe that. So do you. Lamar, I think he's leaving. I think you do as well, right? 100%. Okay. There's just a disconnect. It's it's been off for the last two seasons. Yep. But just say theoretically both players were dangling there. If the Giants were actually amenable to a trade and get the two first round, I think more NFL teams would foolishly give up that draft equity for Lamar than they would for Jones. Mm. I think that's the wrong move. Yeah. But I think they're falling prey to previous narratives. Like, when you win an MVP and you're a highlight reel, and I know that there's been some empty seats in MetLife the last decade or so because the teams have sucked, but those seats have been sold. Mm -hmm. That's different than other stadiums where they're empty and not sold. Yeah, Giants fans. You got to incentivize people, and a lot of people react to video game stuff, and that's Lamar. Yeah, and... Giants fans buy the tickets. They just don't come. Same with Jeff fans. <laughs> exactly. I don't blame them. I, you know, the last couple this year, I would have blamed them. I've got one more question for you. I'm not trying to like one right. up each other with the questions here. I yes. think I'm winning. My yes, question is very good Yes, today. Professor Tierney. Something nobody ever said in their life. <laughs> Your sister uh, could have been a professor. Oh, absolutely. If my sister could have been a professional student, she would have been. <laughs> she would have kept studying at Oxford forever. Eventually, she had to leave there. You, you want to talk about opposites? Uh, wow. Um, so... <laughs> I believe that Kafka is going to be a head coach at some point, no yeah. doubt. Especially if Jones, let's just say Jones goes 34 touchdowns and they get some mm-hmm. weapons next year, eight picks, and he's, he just keeps doing what he thinks he's going to do. And the Jets underachieve. The Jets should call Kafka to be mm. their head coach. Really? Why not? Not this year, next year. If Sal, if the Jets don't make the playoff, I'm on the record. Jets don't make the playoff, Sal has to go. Yeah. I'm on the I, record. Yeah, they didn't. He, he Would he stop short of the playoff mandate. Yeah, but that's my but mandate. But he basically said it. Yeah, but that's our ma- I'm yeah. speaking broadly, yeah. yeah. and I'm speaking for us. That's the, our the collective the mandate. People. The voice of the people. That's PT. right. Yes, and I don't think anybody, well, maybe you a know, few I people challenge right. that, but I think whatever. you're right about Salah, uh, but, I mean, God, that would be hard to accept. From a Giants perspective? Yes. It yeah, would well, be really I hard. For, Better than him going to let's Commanders. Say, let's say that, let's say that, that the Giants next year Whatever happens this year happens. Next year they get to the NFC Championship game. Mike Kafka is going, to, and it's the same formula, Mike Kafka is going to be one of the hottest head coaching candidates in the National Football League. Yep. To let him go to the Jets would suck. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's one thing if 
Kafka leaves and goes to San Diego and does whatever he does, and they was he going to coach the uh, the Padres, third base coach? I mean, for the Padres? Uh, you know, I mean, Los Angeles, the Chargers. <laughs> right? He goes to he goes to Los Angeles and uh. there's the Chargers and whatever, and he does great things, and they get to this whatever. It's out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. No, but if it happens mean. right here, uh-huh. oh, that would suck. Imagine that. That would suck. Yeah. How's his verbal skill? Like, yeah, yeah when, you, when you hear him... He's very good. But as you envision, whether... I mean, the yeah. Jets probably not going to... But wherever he becomes a head coach, and he probably will... Do you does he have a strong presentation? Is it well, he's, aloof? Is it like no, introverted no. intellectual? So I saw him. I've never I'd never met him. I met him in Jacksonville as I was because you know I had four hits to do for Tops. So I was just like walking oh, around. Oh, Tops, the show that's not as good without me. Yeah, that, <laughs> that one. That show. But I'm just walking around like, all right, I got 40 minutes to my next hit. What am I gonna do? I was I just walking around, signed some autographs, said hello to some guys on the field, and I see this like massive Duke. I'd never met Mike. Kafka. Never met him. And he's just massive, just like walking down out of the tunnel. I don't know, 6'3", 6'4". Like, he just looked looked big. Okay. He's bald, right? And I'm like, hey, coach, congratulations, you know, yada, yada. He just has a good presence about him. And it's it's why Brian Dable, I think, this offseason felt so comfortable testing him to be the play caller. And then once he crushed it, he just, he let it, he, you know, remember he announced right before the start of the season that Mike Kafka was going to call plays. Which you liked right away. Absolutely. You liked that. It's hard to be a first-time head coach and still handle play calling. For sure. You see these guys struggle with it all the time. Yep, because their face is buried in that stupid paper and they forget about the other aspects of the game. That's exactly right. They they deteriorate. Very few have done it effectively, like, early on in their career. I think Sean Payton did, but Sean Payton had so much, I think, help. Like, first, first under Fossil. And then he went to Dallas where he was under Parcells. Yep. And then, you know, ultimately he got a shot. Like, he was ready for it. Um, and that's his. That's what he does. Like, he's he's such a control freak. I think that it, he needed to be in charge of it like that. Brian Dable, as we have found, is a great delegator of power. And you see it. Which almost contradicts his, his true demeanor. Mm-hmm. Because generally people that are so overtly fiery when he wants to be. Mm-hmm. I know he conceals yeah, it at the like podium. Control. They need to control things. Yeah. You, yeah. But he's got no problem saying, well, I, mean, I trust you, 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 do your job, you, I'm going to stay out of your hair. I don't know if you saw this article. I think it was last week. It was in The Athletic. Maybe you didn't see it, but it was an article about his hiring process and how he went about it. Um, basically, it was all collaborative. And so he hired whoever, and then that person sat in in the next round of interviews for the next coach. Right, same thing. I think Henderson was a was a hangover DB coach, and he was around for the Wink interview. So he was asking all these questions of of Wink. You know, it wasn't Dable sitting in the room with Wink doing all this. It was everybody collectively just deciding who was going to join their staff. And so as as a result, when it was all said and done, everybody felt ownership about the entire staff, and it created this this cohesion, yeah, like this yeah. gel. Wow. Uh. Right, were talking, I remember there was an example they gave about Mike Grow. They were like, "All right, do you like this guy for the wide receiver coach? This guy for the like to the whole the group? Do you like this guy? You like Mike Grow? Who do you like?" And they, yeah, well, let me think about this. They came back the next day, and you know, it's just it's just really interesting how he went about hiring his staff. Where it's usually, if you don't know anybody, some some the general manager says you're going to hire this guy. Or, you know what, I, I worked with this guy like five years ago. I think he might be good. Let's bring him in. Mm-hmm. It, it was just it was very collaborative, which told you that he's not he's not a prisoner to his pride, 
right? There's no pride in ownership with him. It's like, all right, let's do what's best for this team, and we'll do it collectively. It's just, it tells you something about his leadership style. That's interesting. Good uh, good stuff on that, Teak. 877-337-6666. Wilson Roxbury on the fan, Teak and Tierney. What's up, Will? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, Teak, man, it's me. Yep. Like Carlos, uh, yep, of course. What's up, dude? <laughs> I'm all right. Listen, um, hey, hey, ABT, real quick before I get to my Giants point, man. Yes, you're, sir. You're right. Listen, you cannot bring Tom Brady to the Jets. It's like Giants fans like myself bringing Michael Vick or, or, or Deshaun uh, Jackson. I mean, I'd rather play with no quarterback and no receiver than bring some players you hate. In your core. I mean, mm-hmm. Tom Brady made your life miserable for 20 years. You, you can't bring it. <laughs> and, and you know what's crazy? You know, I'll certainly let you get to your giant thing. But here's what would happen to me. And I feel like I'm going to uh, sound exactly like Beningo because this is something Joe would say. But I really believe this. Like, And I'm on the record. I don't want Brady. But if they got Brady, right, I would mm-hmm. conjure up all this hope. And, and I would get behind him because he's my quarterback. And he'd fall okay. apart at the end. Mm-hmm. And I would hate him even more yeah. than I hate him before he came here. Yeah. But I can't go through that. Yeah. I can't. No, no, no. no, no, no. There's certain players you cannot bring. Like, like we cannot bring for Michael Vick. For Deshaun ja- I mean, I'd rather you catch than, than Deshaun Jackson. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather forfeit the game. Yeah, but, right. Uh, hey, listen. After you destroyed us. What's up, Wilson? Hey, listen. This starting to feel like, uh, you know, it's got like a 2011 feeling to it. You know, like uh, we had to beat Washington that Sunday night just to have a chance for the playoff. Like we had to beat the Jets when uh, Victor Cruz went for mm-hmm. 98 yards. And Victor Cruz came out of nowhere. And this kid, Asai Hodgins, came out of nowhere. And Eli, the light just kept going on and on. And, and DJ is like a different quarterback from the first game of the season. And everything cutting away is going to culminate in San Francisco if everything goes to, according to plan, which is crazy because nobody's given us a chance to go, to beat Philly. Like, nobody's given us a chance when we went and beat um, Aaron Rodgers and, and then Green Bay. So yeah. imagine if everything culminates and we play for the uh, NFC Championship in San Francisco. I mean, yeah, what no, a great no, story, it, dude, it feels great because here's the thing that's, that's, that's <laughs> actually you, happened. Thanks. Appreciate Thanks, you, Wilson. Wilson. The Giants are getting healthy at the at the exact right time. Mm-hmm. And as I've said many, many times over the last few weeks, they're just getting better. They're, they're better. It's not the same team that we started the season with. They are better every single week. Isaiah Hodgins has 110 yards in his, in his first wild card game. Daniel Jones throws for 300. They're, they're just getting better. They're executing at a high level, and they're very assured of what they want to be who they are and what they and, and how they could win. So it, it nobody's trying to do more than they're asked to do. They they they're playing their roles, right? Do your job and things will be all right. Mm. Yeah, the player development's been pretty good, Teak. Needs to be said more. No, you're right. It has. We fixate on Dable, mm-hmm. we fixate on Wink, we mm-hmm. fixate on Jones, we fixate on Saquon. Yeah. But the player development Mm, these kids, these kids are getting I mean, better. I mean, let's, You're be, right. let's be real. I was just talking about Mike Groh, and I'm biased for Mike Groh, obviously, because he was my my college quarterback the year we beat Florida State down in, at UVA. He was my quarterback. He's the wide receiver coach. The job he's had to manage from the Kenny Galladay stuff, which we assumed was bad. Clearly, it was not. Kenny Galladay made a big block on one of the you know runs that Saquon had to get a first down. From you know losing Sterling Shepard, Wandell Robinson, and you know going you know picking up Isaiah Hodgins and getting him up to speed, 
Richie James turning into a, a damn reliable wide receiver. His catch percentage is over 80%. I, I mentioned it yesterday with Isaiah Hodgins. BT. His is 78%, right? These guys have done an unbelievable job with a, as a coaching staff, and Mike Groh deserves some credit because the wide receiver room has become an asset despite early on the narrative was that it was a liability. So they just they've just done a great job. They have, no doubt. 877-337-6666. I've got Carl Banks tomorrow. We have Julian Love on Thursday. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, 11.27, back on the Fantiki and Tierney Show. 877-337-6666 is our number as we end toward the Giants and the Birds down in Philly, the uh, the hated enemy. What do you think, if you had to assign a percentage to it, give me the, the percentage of hate and assign it as accurately as you think you can to Dallas, mm. Eagles, and the Commanders. Commanders is third, so give them what about ten percent? Yeah, they're almost. They really I think it's mostly point. it's mostly the Cowboys. More than Philly? Yeah, I mean, from what? a success standpoint, it's probably Philly uh, as of late. But historically, it'll be the Cowboys. Now, for me, I'm a double Cowboy hater because I grew up obviously in Virginia. Yes, and was a then Redskins fan, now Commanders. Even though I've won nothing to do with them now, but. The, and then I became, became a giant. So it was, I already had this loathing for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, That's why I think you're skewed. I think the answer is Philly. You think? I mean, I'm the wrong guy to answer that. So. Gi- Giants fans dislike. I think they'd say Philly. Ha- uh, Dove, what do you think? Giants fans dislike Cowboys more? Or well, he's Phillies? the pulse of the people. Well, well he's, 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 he's over, been over here for a long time. 10, 15 years, certainly Eagles. Before that, historically, it was Cowboys. Yeah. But I will also add, there's more hate for the Flyers for hockey fans and for the Phillies for Mets fans. And that hate that translates so into hate for Philly. Got it. Got it. So it's the it's the Nash, it's the overarching Philly sports hate yep. that makes the Eagles more hated than the Cowboys. I mean, according to Dove, I, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Sure. I, I, I get the aspect. It's not like, listen, obviously, Giant fans don't hate the Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Stars don't resonate. The Dallas, I, I, I get what you mean there. You kind of get lumped into the city, yeah. 90 miles away. I understand. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And the proximity, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, like there's no, there's no, like Knicks fans don't hate the Wizards. You know what I mean? No, exactly. It's like, so yeah. it's just, you don't, it doesn't carry over. So Philly gets a compounding effect because you dislike every sports team. Yes, but I don't feel like that's the impetus behind the more hate going toward Philly. Yeah, but for me, it's different. I don't, but I, I, might, I might be wrong. So I it's interesting. Know. So I, I like, I, I, I respected the the Eagles as as a team. Like I never felt like they were dirty or cocky. They were just they were like us, hardworking, blue collar, yeah. gonna gonna grind. And the I just had so much respect for those players. A lot of the Cowboys players, I didn't. It wasn't that way. Were they dirty? I mean, what's his name was the horse collar guy? I forget his name now. Oh, the um, uh, the the corner. No, the safety. I forget, uh, his, I forget his name. Played in Texas, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Williams? No, wait, no. Yes, yes. It was yes, Williams. Williams. I can't remember Roy his first Williams. name. No. Roy, yes, Roy Williams. It was <laughs> I said Roy both Williams, names. But it was. It and was I Roy said Williams. no. To, I said Williams? Yes. No. Yes. Roy? No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it actually is. <laughs> and you sparked it. I'm like, yes, it's Roy Williams. <laughs> uh, he's the reason that the horse collars in the NFL. He broke, yes. broke T.O.'s leg. He almost ankle. broke my ankle uh, doing that mm. because he would intentionally wait for me to go buy him. Because he was slow. No, he just he didn't he didn't want to actually hit you. And so he'd wait for you to like get to the side and then he'd grab you by the by the back of your your neck. Yeah. But the problem with that is that, you know, if you're powerful like TO was, like I was at the end of my career, you just lift him. So he lifts up, he has no control over his body and it's just like a pendulum. <sighs> the pendulum falls right on the back of your legs. He yep. broke TO's leg. He almost broke my ankle. Mm. And I just used to hate him. I used to hate how they played. And, and so I hated the Cowboys even more. All right. There we go. It's personal for TK. I like got, it. It got personal. All right. That's good. 877-337-6666. Tony in Bethel, Connecticut. What's up, Tony? How are you? Hey, Brandon. I'll answer the question for you. It's 60-40 Eagles. And mm. the communists don't – we don't even count the communists. Yeah, they don't even, <laughs> they're like the Marlins in the NL East at this point. Although the Marlins with Glavin and, well, we won't go there. Back in the exactly. Day. And, Tiki, we do go to the games. I was sitting in the rain for a decade watching the Giants. So, yeah, I, we do pay for our tickets, but we also do go to the game. I, yeah, I, I no, you, you did not go last week or last year, last two years, did you? Uh, yeah. Well, I I, I, every game. You went to every game. No, no, no. Two to three games a year I go to. We have season tickets, but I go to two to three games. Okay, like you have season tickets. Think about what you just said. You have eight games that you could have went through. You went to two? Well, 
Well, they're my dad's season tickets, so he goes to some games. I go mm. to some games. So somebody in your family went to every one of the eight giant games last year. No, no, no. We sold a couple games because of the PSLs. you got to make the money. I rest my you case. Next point. Well, Keith, Keith, <laughs> I'm just joking pilots, with you. What's up, Tony? <laughs> I, I, Keith, I did sit in the, I sit at the last game of the year against the uh, Washington a few years ago. I sat in a rainstorm the whole game. Yeah, I remember that one. They were out of it. So I remember you know that what I'm one. Talking about. Yeah. That but anyway, guys, 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 real quick. I can't sit here and listen all week to hear about Philly and how tough it is in Philly. And they boo Santa Claus. And, and they're real <laughs> tough down there. And we can't go to the game. Listen, if it was in our stadium, they would try to flood our stadium. We should be trying to flood their stadium on Saturday night. And I went there, Teak, I don't know if you remember, and uh, Brandon, when um, they came back from down 17 in the fourth quarter, the Giants down at the link, uh, Plaxico. Oh, yes. yes. That was a huge game. I was down there for that game, and I wore my shocky jersey. There were a bunch of punks. They try to push it from behind at the urinal. But other than that, they just yell curses and, you know, they act like clowns. So the bottom line is the, a guy called yesterday, uh, Craig and Evan, and he said, oh, I, I go to all the road games, but I'm not going to go to Philly next weekend. That's just what they want. They yeah. want you not to go. Yeah, they want so you all, intimidated. Exactly. They want you to say, I'm like, I'll go, but I'm not going to wear my jersey because they boo Santa Claus. Oh, <laughs> listen, we need to flood the stadium this weekend. We're going to go on another run, and I want all the Giant fans in the area to go and get down to the game Saturday night. Love it. Great call. Tony, I like what you're tapping into, buddy. Yep. There's been a little too much deference here. Well, He's not wrong. Uh, you know, it's... Man, I'd love to make the trip. It's not that far. I even have the money to do it set aside. But, uh, yeah, it's it's such a mess. The Saturday night game, everybody's going to be boozed up and drunk and crazy. Flood the stadium. <laughs> I love what Tony just said. Because you bet you're behind. They would flood our stadium. Yes. They would find a way on the secondary ticket market. And they'd walk around that parking lot with their shoulders pushed back. And their heads tilted to the sky, thinking that their stuff doesn't stink. Not worried about anything. The problem. Flood the stadium. The problem is that the Eagles fan who owns the season ticket is very unlikely to give up their season ticket for this game because they feel like this is their year, right? They they won. They won fourteen games. They were. I mean, they lost. They lost on. A, I forget what happened in that Washington game early. It was their one early loss, but they just played poorly and they ended up losing that game. Other than that, everybody was saying that the Eagles are the best team in the NFL, much less the NFC, and it feels like the Eagles' year. Then Jalen Hurts got hurt and they lost a couple, yet they came back and they look. It just feels like their year, so it's it's going to be hard. I don't to get think tickets. it feels like their year. I don't. I don't. I don't get. I'm no, not no, saying that they can't no, no, win. From a, not from. I don't think so. I think it's honestly the 49ers are the best team in football right mm-hmm. now. But the Eagle fan thinks it's their year, so they will not give up the tickets. Yes. Well, that's my point. But there's always a secondary market because there just always is. I don't care who it is, where it is, what game, how much the expectations go in the direction of this is our year. Now, yeah, you know, I'm not. You're not going to get ten thousand. Don't tell me you can't get your hands on a couple of thousand tickets Mm. if you have the money. Of course you can. But he's right. Fundamentally, he's right. You hear that all the time. That's so dangerous down there. No, I don't think it's... You hear it all the time. I know you do, but I don't think it's that dangerous I think it's pretty dangerous. I do. I I don't think so anymore. I don't think so anymore. But it's not so dangerous where it should should hold. Now, listen. If I was a Giants fan, me now... At, at this age, with the responsibility, I'm watching on my couch. I got a wife, two kids. Me, younger, I'm going. Mm. I'm going. Yeah. 
Why eight, not? I'm going. Eight, if I, but then I had no money when I was younger, so they, I couldn't go. <laughs> Daniel Jones brings his team to the line. In his first playoff start, he played like a great player tonight. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And the New York Giants are on to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, 877-337-6666 is our number here on the Tiki and Tierney Show on The Fan. We've got Carl Banks tomorrow. We've got Julian Love on Thursday. Uh, we'll get back to these calls as well. Guy thing, not a guy thing coming up in about a little, little less than one hour here on the show. Don't forget, be- to, uh, don't forget. I'm sorry, just guy thing, not a guy thing. I, in an hour, get ready because I'm coming at you. You're coming to me? Oh, yes. this, oh, this is from what you this said is, yesterday. Yes. So you're going to actually follow up on this? Me? I always follow up. I don't know if you do, though. Huh. So we'll find <laughs> out. I'm, gonna, I'm calling you out, BT. <laughs> okay. And just so I remember, so I could prepare myself mentally, this is from something I allegedly said last week on our show? Something I tweeted? What What? What was it? Something was said. Just give me a sense of what I'm no, walking I, into no, here. No, I don't want, no. Is it's this just, guy complicit here, my partner? I didn't. I'm, I, I do nothing. All right. I don't put myself so, on ledges. I spoke to Dove about this, me and him. No, I, this is this is all me. I'm coming, correct? Okay. All right. get, get ready. I'll be ready, man. What time are we doing this? 1240. Guy Let's thing, go. Not a guy thing. I'm ready. Let's do it now. How about that? <laughs> no, we got to wait. 877-337-66. Do it live. It's called a tease, people. What? That's right. Uh, we've got John in Hoboken. He's got some experiences down in Philly. I'm sure they were pleasant. What's going on there, John? How are you? How you doing, BT Tiki? Uh, I'm a Jets fan. I'm a pretty, you know, I'm a, I do a away trip every year. Pretty loudmouth guy. <laughs> I'm been, you know, been all over. But um, I could honestly say... You know, you're saying, you know, you want to fill up their stadium. That's just not how it works down there. And it's it, it's not going to Why not? for you. Why not? I went I went down Jets-Eagles uh, three years, whatever, when Luke Falk started. So all, all my friends are Eagles fans because I went to school in Pennsylvania. We're at tailgate. I guess not everybody knew that I was friends with somebody. I grabbed the microphone at tailgate to a Jets fan. A Jets <laughs> fan. Get a, get a full beer thrown out of my head. Oh, jeez. That's the start of it. Wow. I'm in the stadium, and I'm in, like, a section because my friend's dad, like, works for the Eagles or something somehow. And, it, you know, this isn't, like, you know, fat guys with their shirts off. This is, like, you know, 60-year-old guys. And I'm not – I mean, I normally would cheer. Like, I was in Green Bay. I was cheering. But there was nothing to cheer about that day. And this guy was just giving it to me for, for literally four quarters. The guy's, like, mm. 60 years old. And then um, – But it's not dangerous. Now give it back to him. John, it's not dangerous. I, I mean, it used I to got, be dangerous. I got a full beer my head. Nah, that yeah, constitutes I mean, a little dangerous. And, yeah, and, but you're doing a Jets then, chant on a, on a, on a, on a uh, tailgate. What do you say? Did hey, he ask for it? I, I don't know. Hey. No, you didn't ask for it. But, I mean, and, it is still Philly. You know, uh, but it's not dangerous. It is Philly. I mean, I was that. I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm a younger guy. I'm a pretty big guy. I'm like six two, uh, two fifty. Uh, you know, and I'm getting getting it from six year old men. And old, <laughs> I was at a, I was at a Phillies game, and a, I was wearing a Bartol Cologne jersey. And a woman said she wanted to stick something up my colon. I mean, it's just. You know, <laughs> oh man. This is not. A, 
This is not a place you want to, you know, if yeah. you're, you know, and Giants fans, you know, are a was little she propositioning you? I was going to say, John, you take her up on it? Or did this know. get weird? What, what she, happened? Was he propositioning no, or threatening? <laughs> no, nah, she, she smokes in the house. She's one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, was it, uh, John, was it uh, like a, a, good one. a solo cup or was it a bottle or a can that they threw at your head? It was a, it was a beer bottle, a glass oh, beer oh, bottle. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, listen, I'm I'm no I'm no I'm not afraid of anything. But these pe- this is not somewhere you want to bring your kid. You know, if you're if you're like a 50 year old man, you don't want to be there. I mean, this is just you know, it's just different. John, I, here's I what you do. Here's place. what you do. All right, so listen, you've had an experience. Take a pass. Here's what you do. So I don't think they're open that late. So you'd have to get there probably about five or six. Maybe put it in the fridge for a little bit. Go to Vito's. You know Vito's in Hoboken. Yeah, I'm, okay. a, I'm a Fiori's guy. You're, I, I but... like Fiori's too, but Vito's my guy. So if you want to mix it up, go to Vito's, ask for the extra mutts, tell them BT sent you, <laughs> and uh, don't go down to Philly and just get a big sandwich and hang out and do it that way. You'll be, you'll be safe, all right? I, I'm a Jets fan. I wouldn't go to. I wouldn't go for the Giants game, but I'm not going back. There. <laughs> well, see, maybe that's maybe that's the problem. Just go get some months. They don't have respect for the Jet fan like they do the Giant fan. All right. Oh, that's right. I got you. I got you. Thank you, John. Man, you know, one thing that does bother me, and I understand that this is just the way it's going to be in our city. I get it. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, I was driving on the West Side Highway right by, where was it? Right by, right around like by Dewood Clinton Park. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The baseball field. Okay. Yep. And they had a big billboard, and it was of Tom Brady. It was like a... Maybe a Rolex what? or a card. It was like a card. It was oh, like a watch, yeah. right? Watch company, watch manufacturer, and probably Odomar. Whatever it was. <laughs> and I remember looking at it saying, you know, they would never have Derek Jeter's face in Boston, like pimping a Movado watch, or mm. they just like I understand we do it here. Yeah, but it's New York. I wish we were a little more territorial here because this does play to. Allowing other fans into our stadiums, we do it all the time. Well, we do it all the time. Come on in, make us. Now, I'm not saying that you start fights. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. Just don't let them infiltrate our stadiums. I can, understand, but we do. I can understand the business side of that because Tom Brady is a brand outside of being a football player. So I get it. Like Here there's a go. lot. There's With a the lot. The business stuff. It's just a business. I understand that, but you know what I mean. I've. Exa- I know exactly what you mean. But we don't play in New York. We play in New Jersey. Okay. So, this, I mean, there's not a – there There will not be a Tom Brady sign on the New Jersey Turnpike or Route Route 3 heading into the Meadowlands. It just, just won't be. I don't know about that. I mm, I, I saw my Francesa billboard for the podcast. <laughs> I did. I don't know. I mean, hey, look. can we get some billboards here at the fan? Francesca's got a podcast billboard. Mm. Can we get a little FAM billboard? So like those rotating Square. billboards? Get one in Times Square. Let's go. You guys are getting a backdrop soon. Yeah, because I begged for it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so maybe I got to start begging for this. There you go. Actually, I demanded it. It wasn't mm. even really a beg. <laughs> it definitely wasn't a demand. Was it an email? It was, was a it nice entry. No, no, it was like, actually. The, it was you, a I, nice I, request. I'll tell you exactly how I, w- I would never be so brazen to say I told our boss. That, that's That's not me, but. I strongly said this thing's got to come down. This thing's hideous. Like I told Chris Oliveira, Chris is our ultimate boss. Obviously, Spike is our PD. Chris runs the show here. I'm like, Chris, I can't work with this thing. It's too boring. <laughs> it doesn't inspire me. It looks awful. Can you please? And I said, can you please help us out? He's like, I got you. I got you. You said, did you? See, and you know what Spike said? It's coming. You know what Spike said? What did Spike say? Spike said, you can't see it anyways on the on the. Yeah, he did so. say that. You're right. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. You, he did say that. Spike said basically, I don't care. 
Yeah, but Spike you, you got overruled. It, you, How do apples taste? You don't see it on the feed, on the feed so I don't really uh, He got overruled, though. <laughs> That's all right. Our boy CO came to the table. No, we don't have it yet, so maybe they're just but, placating. Oh, yeah, boys, we ordered it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yep. It's on its way. Oh, we have to see if engineering could install it. Let's see if this actually goes up. Uh, how about, is that Virage, I believe? Virage or Virage in Neptune? I'm sorry, yeah, how do you say correct. that? Virage, you got it right. It's like Mirage, but yeah. with a V. I got you. Coach to call. What's up, Virage? Hey, you know, I just, I was just listening to the beginning of the show, and man, there's so much Tom Brady hate on this on the show. I don't I don't understand why. It's not hate. I don't get it. Tom, BT just doesn't want him here. I and, respect his and, legacy. He's a great player. I don't want him at this stage of his career. I just don't. And he's partially washed at this point. I mean, he threw for 5.3 yards per attempt. That's just garbage. It's <laughs> double that is the league average. So he's just bad but, right now. I mean, he had... He had he broke the record for completions this year. Four hundred or more than four hundred completions, and last year he broke the record for total yards. I mean, yeah, I, I'm sorry, but like he, he's breaking records, and like if he if he's not if he's not what you're looking for, I know Jets fans are saying you know Lamar Jackson they they want Lamar. Lamar's best year was three years ago. I don't want Lamar. No, nope. I'm not giving I mean, up a lot, multiple a lot firsts. Of Jets fans say that that that's the guy, that's their guy. Yeah, I know. I disagree, Mirage. Uh, pardon me, Virage. I know a lot of Jeff fans are saying that, and I know why they would say that. I don't. I don't agree with that. I don't know what's going to happen this offseason. It's they're going to flirt with Brady. They'll probably make that cursory call to the Packers. Jimmy G's going to be in play for for Rodgers. Jimmy G's going to be in play. Derek Carr's going to be in play. Maybe on some like off 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 the radar if things don't work out. Baker Mayfield's going to be in play. Um, you know, Mike White could come back. Zach will be back. I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the. Attempts because we were talking about this earlier, BT. The pass attempts for Tom Brady this season were just ridiculous. Seven hundred and thirty-three pass attempts he had this year. You just don't get that many attempts in a season. What did Jones have by comparison? So uh, five, if I guess around there. I'll look I'd, it up. I'd, for have, you to, I'd have to look. I'll, I'll I'll look I was just looking you. at the all-time leaders. Yeah. Matt Stafford had 727 last uh in 2012. That was the second most. That was with Megatron. That was with Megatron in Detroit. Yep. So 733 is the most attempts <laughs> in the history of the NFL mm-hmm. at 45 years old. Uh Matt Stafford is second back in 2012. Tom Brady is third with 719. And 2021. So a year ago, he had 719. This year, he had 733. No other no other team has gone over 700. Justin Herbert got close this year. He was 699. And Drew Bledsoe, who you mentioned, he was 691 back yep. in 1994. With the Pats, he which just, was a surprise because that was Parcells, and Parcells yeah. like to run the ball yeah. control with let the defense win. He just threw a, the, a ton of attempts. Yep. A ton of attempts. That's too many. By the way, Jones was 472, so I said five in the neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, that is... It's almost 300 less. 300 fewer. It's crazy. I'm taking Tom Brady. For who? For the Jets. Oh, God. If, if, that's the cho- if the choice is not Lamar Jackson, Jimmy G at this point in time, done. I don't want Derek Carr. Tom Brady is the only okay. choice. Okay, let, let me ask you this. Why? Now, let's say Garoppolo. Garoppolo is going to be in play, and Garoppolo is going to be. Roughly fifteen to eighteen million dollars a year cheaper with no draft equity going out west. Is Lamar going to win you the Super Bowl? Better shot than anybody else on that list. Yeah, I, 
Yeah. If, if he's healthy. healthy. If he's healthy. If he's healthy, and fine. You're still going to have to I don't get... disagree with that if he's healthy. But I don't know if he's wait, 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 wait. What's he done in the playoffs so far? I don't even mean he's gotten there. He's got one win, and up until that one win, he played wretched football. But he's got, and he got there. hurt against the Bills at another game. And you don't want Tom Brady? He has how many Super Bowl rings? <laughs> yeah, but they're all dusty at this point, except Tampa. <laughs> I don't know what I want. I admit I'm confused with this. They just, they just, they, they make my brain mush. I don't. The Jets ruined my football sensibility. I admit it. I don't want Zach Wilson to be the quarterback at all next year. For the New York Jets. He needs to be a backup to the backup. I can respect that. We, even though we disagree, I can certainly understand that. The thing that I challenge you or others, I I think that there's a I think there's a better solution to make them much more competitive and give them a puncher's chance to do something big, defense, fix that up, running game, old line, whatever, uh, and be opportunistic in the passing game without giving up multiple first round. Picks. That's fine. And I, I don't want to do that. That's fine. Then then who is it? It's got to be Tom Garoppolo. Brady. Baker. <laughs> I was all about Garoppolo until you said see, see you later, LaFleur. Now I don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. That's where you screwed. That's where they screwed up. Well, that's you the keep other LaFleur bringing Garoppolo. You get rid of LaFleur, then get rid of the system. Who are we going to hire? The, the tight ends coach for the Pats? Honestly, if they do that, I think I think I have to quit. I don't think I could be a fan anymore. Uh-oh. I really don't think I can. It, what the hell does he... How are you going to hire the t- – first of all, their offense sucked. Their offense was wired backwards to the point where a young quarterback went outside of the building to solicit advice <laughs> to fix the offense, right? And he actually made it marginally better with the out- with the yeah. outside influence. You're going to bring in a tight ends coach for an offense that didn't particularly use the tight ends and didn't score a lot to are- fix the Jets' offense? No way. No way. Are you flipping on? Are you flipping on me right now? Are you saying that? Because I said that if Zach Wilson's the quarterback, starting a quarterback next year, I'm done with the Jets. You're you're flipping. If the OC is the tight end coach, of the Patriots, <laughs> I will take that position. Okay. I, I, so we're gonna have position. two less Jets fans in the universe. <laughs> hey, we're go. making the world a better place. <laughs> we're ridding the world of our angst. One <laughs> one bad hire or one bad move at a time. Hey, that's how we make the world better. Just get rid of the Jet fans. It's a happier place. Or you could actually be competent and hire the right people and win, and we'd all be happy. But that hasn't happened yet. Unless you've been angle and you saw Super Bowl three when he was 15. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Coming up next, we're going all in on this Tuesday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.